0: December 18th, Revelation chapter 9, verses 1 through 21. Then the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I, John, saw a star that had fallen to earth from the sky, and he was given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. When he opened it, smoke poured out, as though from a huge furnace, and the sunlight and air were darkened by the smoke. Then locusts came from the smoke and descended on the earth and they were given power to sting like scorpions. They were told not to hurt the grass or plants or trees, but to attack all the people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were told not to kill them, but to torture them for five months with agony like the pain of scorpion stings. In those days, people will seek death. But will not find it. They will long to die, but death will flee away. The locusts looked like horses armed for battle. They had gold crowns on their heads, and they had human faces. Their hair was long, like the hair of a woman, and their teeth were like the teeth of a lion. They wore armor made of iron, and their wings roared like an army of chariots rushing into battle they had tails that stung like scorpions, with power to torture people. This power was given to them for five months. Their king is the angel from the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, Apollyon, the destroyer. The first terror is past, but look, two more terrors are coming. Then the sixth angel blew his trumpet and I heard a voice speaking from the four horns of the gold altar that stands in the presence of God. And the voice spoke to the sixth angel who held the trumpet. Release the four angels who are bound at the great Euphrates River. And the four angels, who had been prepared for this hour and day and month and year, were turned loose to kill one-third of all the people on earth. They led an army of two hundred million mounted troops, I heard an announcement of how many there were, and in my vision I saw the horses and the riders sitting on them. The riders wore armor that was fiery red and sky blue and yellow. The horses' heads were like the heads of lions, and fire and smoke and burning sulphur billowed from their mouths. One third of all the people on earth were killed by these three plagues, by the fire and the smoke and burning sulfur that came from the mouths of the horses. Their power was in their mouths, but also in their tails, for their tails had heads like snakes, with the power to injure people. But the people who did not die in these plagues still refused to turn from their evil deeds. They continued to worship demons and idols made of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood. Idols that neither see, nor hear, nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders, or their witchcraft, or their immorality, or their thefts.
1: God is as close as your next prayer. Prayer is the weapon that God has given his children to wage war in the heavenlies. Church of Jesus Christ, stop whining about the attacks on your life by the prince of darkness. And put on the whole armor of God in Ephesians 6. Attack, attack, and then attack again, and then attack again. And crush him, and drive him out of your life. If it seems to be hopeless, pray, pray, pray. Because God answers prayer. Moses prayed and the sun was arrested in its courses by the hand of God as Joshua crushed the enemies of Israel. Elijah prayed, and forked tongues of fire laced across the heavens and consumed the sacrifice soaked with twelve barrels of water. Hezekiah prayed, and I'm talking about Old Testament prayer right now. Hezekiah prayed, and 185,000 Assyrians that surrounded Jerusalem, promising to slaughter every Jew in the sacred city the next morning. Hezekiah rolled out the letter that General Sennacherib had sent to him his God and mocking the people of Israel. He pulled out his secret weapon, prayer. He laid that letter before the Lord and said, God, your honor is at stake. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Your word says, he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleep. And that night, The death angel from heaven came and swept through the camp of the Assyrians. He smote the sentry standing at his post. He smote the infantry slumbering in their tents. He smote the generals as they made their battle plans to destroy the sacred city. The next morning when Hezekiah looked over the sacred walls of the city of Jerusalem by the dawn's early light, He saw 185,000 dead men because the angel of God passed by that night. Why? Because one man knew how to pray. He stopped an army and turned the destiny of a nation around, and you can too because Satan is a defeated foe. Christ has given you the keys of death, hell, and the grave. You are a child of God and the royal blood of heaven is flowing in your veins. You are destined to be more than a conqueror through Christ. Think like it, act like it, and talk Every day of your life and believe and believe that God can do the impossible. Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prey. A prayer. If you want power with God, learn to pray. If you don't know how to pray, you will never be successful. I have preached the gospel of Jesus Christ for 44 years. I have preached in football stadiums packed with 75 000 to 80,000 people. I have preached in the beautiful cathedrals of Rome. I have preached in the mud huts of third world nations, I have preached to millions of people around the world by radio and television. Why did it happen? It happened because my mother went to war with the devil for my soul in her prayer room, and the devil lost. She prayed me out of the fires of hell and into the gates of heaven. Prayer works, try it.
0: Psalm 137. Verses 1-9 through In his chapter-by-chapter Bible Commentary, Warren Wiersbe says this psalm came out of Israel's exile in Babylon, and it can serve as an inventory of your spiritual life today. In other words, what makes you weep? The Jews wept as they remembered the past, but they did not weep over their sins. They wept because their sins had caught up with them, not because they had sinned. And what makes you sing? They lost their song, so they hung up their harps. David had a similar experience. Can you sing praises to God in a difficult place? Can you praise the Lord at all times? And what makes you yearn? What is the ache in your heart? What do you long for more than anything else? Is it God's will? What makes you angry? God had promised to judge Babylon. So they were praying in His will, but the note of anguish is missing. If you love the Lord, you must hate evil. But leave the judgment to the Lord. Psalm 137, verses 1 through 9. Beside the rivers of Babylon, we sat and wept, as we thought of Jerusalem. We put away our lyres, hanging them on the branches of the willow trees. For there, our captors demanded a song of us. Our tormentors requested a joyful hymn. Sing us one of those songs of Jerusalem. But how can we sing the songs of the Lord while in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill upon the harp. May my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth if I fail to remember you, if I don't make Jerusalem my highest joy. O Lord, remember what the Edomites did on the day the armies of Babylon captured Jerusalem. Destroy it, they yelled. Level it to the ground. O Babylon, you will be destroyed. Happy is the one who pays you back for what you have done to us. Happy is the one who takes your babies and smashes them against the rocks." Proverbs 30, verse 10. Never slander a person to his employer. If you do, the person will curse you, and you will pay for it.